This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Living Water Faith There's an old-world definition of living water. It means water that moves. Dead waters are stagnant. You don't want to drink from them, and sometimes things can't even live in them. For instance, the Dead Sea. Now, this place is pretty amazing in a lot of ways. The salt content is so high, nothing can live in the water. So high that you get salt cubes littering the shore and chunks of it floating in the water like icebergs. We've all probably heard the stories about how easy it is to float and how quickly the water heals cuts or scrapes on your skin. Why is the Dead Sea so salty? Because the Jordan River flows in and then stops. There's no outlet. The water simply evaporates in the heat. It's dead. Not just because the salinity is so high that nothing can live there, but because the water doesn't move. In contrast is the Sea of Galilee, which is fresh water. The same Jordan River flows in and flows out. Plus, it's fed from underground springs. This is living water, fresh and clean and teeming with life. That is what our faith is supposed to be. My dad preached on this one weekend, and it really spoke to me. He started with John 7, 37 and 38. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Somehow, through all the times I've read this, I'd never caught that before. Whenever I think of living water, I think of it being Jesus. I remember the woman at the well and how the Lord promises he can give a living water that will make us thirst no more. Jesus is the living water. But then there's that part above. Out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. He comes into the hearts of those who believe in him. And then what? Out of our hearts will flow rivers of living water. Living water. Moving water. Fresh water. He comes in and he needs to flow out. We need to be fed with his words and his truth and his salvation, but that can't be the end of it. We can't just hold it all in and think we're good, that we're saved, so that's all that matters. We can't stagnate. We have to move. Our faith has to move. It has to flow back out to the rest of the dry and thirsty world. In our Bible study on Wednesday nights, we had been reading in Romans. In Romans 2, 16, Paul was talking about how the law is written on the hearts of men and that God will judge them through Jesus according to my gospel. My husband, ever amazing at digging deep into the wording, asked, why does Paul call it his gospel here? Isn't it usually called Christ's gospel? We went back and forth with it for a while, and eventually I said something I thought was kind of simplistic, but which everyone loved, that Paul's owning it. He's taking the gospel inside him and then sharing it, so fully unashamed, so fully committed to it, that he's willing to call it his own. That is the living water faith we all need to have, the kind that takes it in, that lives through it and by it, and that sends it out again to nourish others. Father, let your living water spring up within us. Let it fill all the parched and empty places in our souls. And let our spirits' cups then so overflow with you that we have no choice but to spill out your goodness for those around us. Let us be the fresh spring in a bitter world, the life among the dead. Let us be a fountain of your glory. 
Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by Bookish Tees and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteesandtotes.com to see our latest designs. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.